So what you're saying is you don't care for Nick's DVD Blu-ray yeah, collection? Yeah, worked so hard. I think, I think that Vantage Nick is an, is an awesome mate or whatever they say. Mate, yeah. <laughs> uh, Good mates. Good mate. <laughs> we're mates. He's a great mate. Um, that's a funny word. We don't really use that word in Canada. Other, well, unless it's like you're mating. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing the the main but like in here it's like we still use it as animals mate but we still call there's a there's a saying that's sort of like it's an australian sort of proverb i guess you could say but you call all your best mates cunts and you call cunts mate um so that's (laughs) not to insinuate sorry it's not to insinuate you guys break that break that down for a second (laughs) so um yeah you better start then you better start calling us cunts that's what i was just thinking yeah i was like might have to start doing that so no i'd like to be a capital c (laughs) i think it's more when when you get into sort of like confrontations you start going mate 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 calm down like mate come on mate so Oh, I see. <laughs> but then when you like walk into your mate's house, it's like, oh, what's going on, can't say gun. Like it's it's very much like like I said, the word has zero zero meaning or weight yeah. here. So that's sort of more that's I think the same in the UK, right? Like, yeah. Cunt is not a big oh, deal there. We're all yeah. convicts. Like or that's twat twat. Welcome back to Action Episode 135. Uh, I'm John. This is Dustin, and this is James. Hello. Hey guys. Hey. And uh, we have a special guest uh, this week from Nick's Flicks Fix. We have Nick Libero. Hey man, what's uh, what's going on? Not much, not much at all. Thank you very much for having me on today. I'm very excited. Oh, no problem. Well, welcome. So before we get into what we watch this week, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, about who you are and what's uh, what like what you do. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, as you said, I'm a run an Instagram page called Nick's Flicks Fix. So my specialty, I guess you could say, is 60 second movie reviews. So I go out and watch a two hour movie and try and condense all my thoughts into 60 seconds, which is <laughs> great for you know engagement. People don't mind not watching a 60 second video. Tough for me to try and condense all my thoughts though into 60 seconds. But I primarily do that, and then I jump. Uh, I like jumping on a few podcasts and chatting with guys about some some decent movies and. That's about it. That's what I got going on at the moment. Yeah, right I think the key word there at the end there was guys. It's, it's yeah. mostly guys, isn't it? <laughs> mostly, yeah. Mostly people who like listen to Bunch me. Mostly dudes, white <laughs> talking guys, about stupid movies, <laughs> just talking about movies like their opinion matters. <laughs> it's uh, almost like yeah. having a few beers with the boys. That's what. It, that's kind of what I like it to feel like when I'm on the podcast. Yeah, let's just, say that we started this actually. Uh, thinking that one day a COVID type situation might happen yeah. and we would have to uh, find a, an excuse to get together over <laughs> Skype. So and that's why we started this. Wow. Look where, we, look where we are now. It worked out perfectly. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, so uh, anything that you, uh, you want to talk about that you, you watched this week? I've been watching, I've been doing, trying to get a little bit more TV in because I watch loads of movies uh, as it is. So I've been watching Yellowstone, the Kevin Costner 
oh, show, yeah, yeah. where I've written by oh. Taylor Sheridan. So, because I'm a big fan of Sicario, big fan of Hell or High Water, so I thought I'd give his his cowboy thing a go. And it's good. It's 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 not bad. It's very melodramatic. Every episode ends with something pretty hectic. Yeah, yeah. How far? But, I I watched the first few episodes, but I I didn't stick with it. How far into it are you? I think season three is just dropping week by week now, so I've, I'm up to date. Oh. So, uh, oh wow, season... there's three seasons. Yeah, it, yeah it's I, like I a, didn't realize that. It's like a little sleeper. Like I don't think anyone watched really season one, and season two might have picked up a bit. Who knows? It's just it's on one of our streaming services here in Australia, so picked it up one day, and it's good. I'm enjoying it, but I'm still watching it three seasons later. So. <laughs> yeah, I I think I got like 15 minutes into the first episode. That's it. And that that's I, it. But I personally found it really boring. I, and I get you, that. You watched it too, right? Yeah, I started watching it because well, of the, what's his name? Yeah, Taylor Sheridan. Yeah. Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm big, a huge big fan. Big fan for sure. James hates him. Uh, he says <laughs> Hell or High oh, Water. James, yeah. didn't, James didn't like James uh, is Hell, Hell or High Water. Hell or High Water is boring and overrated. <laughs> Boo, James. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, sure. I stand by that. <laughs> I think it was one of my boo, favorite boo movies that year. Mm, love uh, that. And Wind River as well. I think Wind River is it's Wind he- River that's is a heavy great. movie. Wind River is awesome. See, that's like one yeah, of the yeah. best like standoff scenes ever. Yeah. When they, when they yeah, go into just... the reservation, yeah. Yeah, he's great. So Yellowstone. But yeah, Yellowstone, a... you'd uh, you'd give the recommend on Yellowstone? Sticking with it? I'm going to stick with it, but I'd I don't think I'd recommend if you got to be in the mood. If you like cowboys, slow-moving melodrama, <laughs> it's a niche audience, but it's somehow found yeah. resonance with me. A person who's never ridden a horse or been in anywhere where cowboys <laughs> have ever gone. <laughs> so you're a big fan of Deadwood, then? I only watched Deadwood for the first time last year, and I really got into it. But I haven't watched the movie because I've heard mixed. It's uh, I, I thought the movie was all right. I mean, yeah. as at least to put a kind of a cap on things because you know that third season just sort mm-hmm. of ended and went nowhere because uh, got mm-hmm. canceled. But so yeah, I mean, it's not amazing, but I, I think it's worth watching the, okay. the Deadwood movie. Did you have a Did you have an avoid, Nick? So by avoid, you mean something not to watch? Yeah, something you watched that was. Uh, was I'll shitty. tell you what. <laughs> so for one of the podcasts I do, as I was saying before we started recording. It's called 10 Years On. So we do a retrospective of movies, all the movies that came out in 2010. And last night I watched Vampires Suck, the parody film about all the Twilight movies and whatnot. Oh, wow. Right. Fuck me. If you can avoid that movie at all costs, it is awful. Is that the same guys that have made all those more recent, like terrible parody movies, like Epic Movie and all that kind of shit? Yeah, Freed Seltzer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched any of them. (laughs) It's 80 minutes long, and I felt like I was watching almost like The Irishman. It just wouldn't end. Just wouldn't end. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fantastic. James, what do you got? I watched uh, Anna. Oh the yeah, new, the, the Luc Besson yeah. thing. I would say avoid. Yeah, no, no good. Eh? There was some not bad fight scenes in it, but the storyline was just—it was pretty lacking. And um, eh, I don't know. I was bored. T- too long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I also watched Doctor Doolittle, the Eddie Murphy joint (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah wow yeah classic uh, 
I recommend that. Yeah. You do, eh? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Stand, stands up, holds up. Oh yeah, definitely holds up. Um, you know, my kids picked it, so they really enjoyed it. They can't wait to watch the second one. Um, Oh, there's a lot of then you got to watch the Robert Downey Jr. one after that. Yeah, I'm not watching that one. <laughs> Why not? I'm, just from the preview, it just one. it looks <laughs> horrible. So um, yeah, you know, really exciting. I was able to get two movies in. <laughs> two outstanding films, by the sounds of it. Yeah, and <laughs> neither one was an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> uh, let's see, what did I watch? I watched. Well, before uh, you, I want to say something oh. before. We t- uh, James, you were talking about Adam Sandler. So I was listening to, uh, you know, Gri- you guys know Griffin Newman. Dustin, I know you know who he is. Yeah, Blank Check podcast, yeah. Yeah, he was in The Tick. I don't know. If yeah, Nick. yeah. He was talking about how he's gone through and they've he's gone through and watched all the Adam Sandler movies and uh, while he's been in, like, in lockdown. And oh, yeah. he says that Number one, I think it was they were talking about it, and a movie that I've never watched before. I I always thought it was horrible, but everybody was high on this. Was on, I was in the Doughboys, and they they were, he, they were guests, and they were talking about uh, the Zo- Return of the Zohan. Oh, don't uh, mess with the Zohan. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was raving about this movie. <laughs> what? Wow. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Have you guys seen it? Uh, I saw a few minutes once on cable. I watched it for like 10 minutes once. Yeah, I've watched it. I, I <laughs> was of, course I, of course you have. I, I think I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. um, Everybody was oh, saying how great it was. You should well, watch it with a bunch of people, I think, and be drinking. Then maybe it'll be fun. Well, I think when can kids watch like Adam Sandler movies? I thought you were going to ask when can kids drink. But. <laughs> 15. I mean... Zohan, like, depends how old the kids are, but that's a movie about a former Israeli soldier who has sex with women in the back of a hairdresser. Like, I don't know what sort of... Maybe, like, yeah. like movies the kids are watching. Maybe we'll start with Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, well, you've never good. met John's kids. Yeah. I mean, they watch hey. some crazy shit. Kids I was just watching I'm American not, Gigolo, not John, so you could, you could show that to your kids. American, my, fuck, man. Every day my kids ask, can we watch Mandy again? Can we watch Mandy again? <laughs> My kids were bored with uh, with Bloodsport. Right, they were. They came in and watched a bit they of Bloodsport. Blood blood like, this great. is boring, and they left. <laughs> um. Anyway, the I, kids I, I, are wrong. I was just curious about the. Uh, I was just curious about the old uh, Zohan because I've I've never watched. I always thought it was a piece of trash, but uh, maybe I'm I wrong. I feel like objectively, well, you it watch is. it and. Re- Report back, John. I want to hear the <laughs> results of that. Okay. I'll watch that. Anyway, Dustin, go ahead. Continue on with your... Um, yeah, I didn't watch much... Uh, pretty much everything I watched was kind of shitty this last little little while here. I watched, uh, I, I watched Showgirls for the first time because I had never seen Showgirls. Oh, oh um, there's a big retrospective on Showgirls, like all over the internet recently. Oh, really? But how it's uh, like the forgotten amazing trash movie yeah there seems to be a lot of sort of fans of it in a cult way that there's a lot of love for it these days i can't say that it's good but it sure is not boring (laughs) (laughs) like it's pretty pretty brutally bad in a lot of ways like the acting is really weird and the dialogue the situations are just hysterically bad 
um, and absurd, but it's it's fun to watch. I got to give it that. Like, at no point was I like, oh man, looking. You know, I wasn't looking at my phone like, oh, I'm so bored. Like, there's just always something weird and crazy happening. So at least it was entertaining. But it is it is shitty. <laughs> uh, and then last night I watched this new John Stewart movie, Irresistible. Have any of you guys watched this yet? Yeah. No, no, I haven't. Is it like liberal porn? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, like Aaron Sorkin. I mean, he, go, he he does go after all sides in it, um, and he, it's more he's trying to make a point about money in politics. But it's just very, I don't know. I thought it was quite quite mediocre at the end of the day. Like there is some funny bits here and there. Steve Carell is the main character in it, and uh, Rose Byrne in it, is in it as well, and she's really good. But uh, yeah, it's just it's kind of a little bit toothless. I thought I was, you know, when you hear oh John Stewart's coming back to do something, you think it's going to be fairly pointed, like like he would be more eviscerating, more skewering right. people. But it's just kind of actually like a little bit quaint. The movie, I don't know. Uh, so I wouldn't say about, it's terrible, but it's, it's not what I wanted from him. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, well, there's something about like all that stuff, which just seems like I don't know if you know what the like, MSNBC, MSNBC porn, where it's just like like slightly right of center people, just or left of center, sorry, like just I don't know, like you know, this is the way it could be if Obama was still president, kind of <laughs> stuff. I mean, know? he do, he makes fun of. He makes fun of CNN, Fox, MSNBC. He makes fun of all of them and just like the way the news covers, you know, their political coverage and stuff. Um, so like the points he's making are good points. It's just it's not done in a way that it feels very impactful when you watch it, I thought. Um, the other point I want to say is uh, you brought up Showgirls and it reminded me of a couple of years ago where I saw the screenwriter uh, for Showgirls. Uh, I had to look him up. It was Joe Estra Estrahaz. Um, okay. He became like a born again Christian. Oh yeah. So now he writes like fucking <laughs> spiritual movies. Does he write like Kirk Cameron movies? Fucking, <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. I don't know. Jesus, oh, that's, that's a stuff. that's a good jump from that from uh, the stripper movie to the. He so wrote some. Stuff? He wrote some other shit though. Like he's uh he's no slouch. Basic Instinct. Okay. Well, yeah, another Ver- Verhoeven. Jagged yeah. Edge. Uh, Sliver Jade. Sliver Jade. Oh, they're all like sexy so erotic you, thrillers. <laughs> so I'm actually if you if you look if you look him up and then you like it, you scroll down like a sec, it'll show you like all of like um like a little thumbnail type thing of like all of his movies and it's all like men and women pretty much like in the throes of passion or like <laughs> super sexy do you remember the jade uh vhs cover very vaguely it's is like that one woman, had david caruso right yeah it's a woman up against a wall with her like hands like up on the wall wearing a black dress like with her back turned and then like a okay. hand like reaching up and like Oh yeah, I forgot Sliver, the classic yeah. Sharon Stone, Sharon Stone, Billy yeah, Baldwin movie. Yeah, <laughs> with Tom Tom Berger. Berger. the nineties. The nineties were a steamy, steamy time. <laughs> oh man, and now they're all about Jesus time now. Well, at least in well, his now career. The, so, well, oh, Stephen Baldwin, yeah, <laughs> or the writer, him, at least, yeah. yeah, good for him. I don't think Paul Verhoeven <laughs> has 
turned his life to Christ? <laughs> Probably not, if I were to guess. I kind of want to start another podcast because I've never watched any of these Christian movies. Mm. I kind of want to start a Christian movie podcast. I, oh, I, I feel like my my I, dad's pretty. I'm real. not with you on that. <laughs> my dad when was we religious, and I've seen oh, a few he? of them. Yeah, yeah. So he like he's Baptist Christian, right? So and then our little the church that I went to as a kid had like a little library. So I've seen a few of these movies that, oh man, when you're when you're a man of God, you think they're good. Uh, I want to jump on. I didn't really watch anything. I watched. Oh, I watched. Um, uh, the veil is it the veil of night? Of the vast of night. The vast of night. I fell asleep for like half a second, but overall, I caught the whole movie. I really liked it. Um, and for my not recommend, this might come as a little bit of a outside the, you know, whatever. Diana, my wife, she's rewatching New Girl. Right. And there is some really funny stuff in that show. Sure. Yeah. But. But oh, but. I think it's this dated show. It's like, I don't know, this is weird time and place, this adorable shit gets like really tired. Yeah. Especially like Zoe like, Deschanel as well. She's definitely she's like a product of that part a part of the yeah, 2000s. It's kind of exhausting. <laughs> and if you want to see I people think just she's, have, she's like an acquired taste, yeah. If you want to see people just like it's it's just a show about having sex. Like that's the that's the entire show. Like people have, there's at least three sex, not scenes, but like things people having, like per episode. It's kind of crazy, which is fine. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't care, but it's just like, it's just a lot. And there's a lot of like, I'm having sex with this person. Now you have to pretend that you're gay because you're my ex-boyfriend, and I don't want my new boyfriend to think that I'm living with my ex-boyfriend but now you're but then he's having sex with another woman and it's just like <laughs> well you're really breaking it down here <laughs> and it's like okay and that's the first this, act this is like yeah of episode one <laughs> this is a lot yeah so don't go back and watch it well it's all it's, it's a lot of like what's the what's that guy uh not red skeleton but like the dun 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 and it's like the people running from like room to room <laughs> oh, like Benny <laughs> Benny Hill. Benny Benny, Benny Hill. Hill. I was, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say Benny Hint. I think that's the Christian Benny guy. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the Christian stuff. Let's watch the trailer. They are the world's greatest mercenaries. The only life they've ever known is war. The only loyalty they've ever had is to each other. Drop your guns! Let the four on the left. Why don't you take the two on the right and leave the rest? You're not that fast anymore. Oh, here we go. The only thing faster is... Light. Exactly. We'll see. Well, I got three pieces of work. Two are walking the park and one the hell and back. So, we are working for the agency. I gotta recon this island first. The only thing you need to know is the job's real and the money's real. Give this job to my friend here. He loves playing in the jungle. Right? Right. It's his problem. Wow, that was a good transition. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Well, I I looked through the letterbox list. I looked through your list. Uh, it was sent through to me, and I was almost a little bit shocked. And maybe, look, maybe I'm just a product of the 2000s, and this was my 
entry into action films to an extent, but I remember watching The Expendables when I was 15, because that's when it came out, and it changed me in a way that I was like, oh, so action movies don't have to be good to be enjoyable. Uh, <laughs> But you can still enjoy them a lot, even when they're not I think good. You, so. I think you added an extra word there. Which one? Enjoyable? Look, I know we'll break it down, but I remember I sat there and watched this movie, and I had a big grin on my face the whole time, because we, as we break it down, I, I was say this before we recorded, I was like, this is a parody of action movies that doesn't know it's a parody. And I think that's a hell of a lot of fun. Oh yeah, no, that, sure. that that would have been a fun way to watch it. Uh, I <laughs> didn't. I don't think I was quite in that frame of mind when I was watching it. But uh... I watched this movie with deathly serious eyes. <laughs> now I feel like uh, I'm just coming on here and making a farce of your no. show. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not taking all this seriously. <laughs> something I should have asked you before, um, mm. but we'll we'll. we'll ask you now so when uh when you think about action movies like do you want to just rattle off some of your favorites oh yeah well my my favorite i guess you could class as an action movie i love conair i think conair is one of the most fun movies see this is my sort of like criteria like action movies can be great like i love obviously the john wick trilogy i think action wise they're brilliant uh i'm a sucker for bad boys one bad boys two sometimes uh and the lethal weapon at least one and two. So I find I gravitate towards action movies that are really enjoyable. So sort of like the ones that I can sit there and, and have a big grin on my face watching just some ludicrous shit happen. I think that's what I gravitate um, to. So I th- Conair I think would be number fr- one though. I think you Conair forgot one, one, yeah. one of, I think you left one of your moves off your list. I'm pretty sure that you meant to say face off. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't want to be this guy, but I've seen face off once. And that was about 10 years ago. And I haven't watched it since, so I'm not going to... In the holy trinity of, like, Nicolas Cage action movies, I know that it's Con Air, The Rock, and Face Off, right? So... Yeah, we've done all three of those at this point on the show. The Rock is overrated. And then what happens is that... (laughs) The Rock's pretty good. When you, like, put them all together, (laughs) and then, like, a beam of Mandy just, like, flows out. Conair is is a lot of fun too. Even Conair is a lot of we did absurd, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did Conair. I don't know if this is like a parody of a bunch of action movies, but it's almost. I would say that Sylvester Stallone watched Grown Ups and then thought, "Hey, why don't we do that for action movies?" But they came out in the same year. So I think just this great is minds, a, just great minds thinking alike at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I know? guess. Did Did Stallone write this movie? Yeah. Well, no. Uh, he he got it from another guy's okay. script, but I think he kind of. I was gonna say, did Stallone did somebody, and, did somebody write this movie and Stallone insist that his name was on it? Probably. probably. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. this really feels like a parody of Stallone more than anything else. Yes. Like sure. it's a parody of like who he is. Like, well, I'm not sure he intended it that way. I mean, he well, directed sure. it. I think he thought he was just making a badass movie. Yeah, but like, did you guys watch? Um, did you guys watch the Joe Exotic uh, Tiger King? Mm. No, <laughs> Dustin hasn't seen it. Did, anybody, so did you guys watch? You it? ask every time. Yeah, you, you can King, just yeah. you can bring Nick, it up James, because everybody up. on Earth has seen it. Shut the fuck up, Dustin. So, <laughs> you know, like that guy who like takes the park over. Oh, the yeah the be, the bejeweled guy. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. yeah, that's you, Dustin. Um, right. Like that guy thinks he's cool, right? Yeah. 
Jeff. Yeah, the Tapo guy. He's right. so so in the Tiger King, he's Steven Seagal. Sorry, Steven Seagal. He's Sylvester Stallone. He's as cool as Sylvester Stallone thinks he is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, this I, I old agree. man. Stallone's cooler than that guy. Oh come no, on. he's not. Come on. No, he's not. They're the same. No. I mean, I haven't seen the Tiger King, I'll, but I'll just take Stallone's side because at least Stallone gave us like First Blood and yeah. <laughs> Rocky and shit like that. So I, I maybe I personally I've never seen this movie before. I'm assuming everybody else has. Mm-hmm. I had seen yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's you that missed out on all the fun. When did this movie come out? 2010. Yeah. 2010. Oh, so yeah. you you're fucking too. Wait a second. I do have a two for one for this one, but we already covered it, so. Oh. So yeah. I watched it again. I've watched it twice this year. Oh. Because oh, wow. you did it on the other podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yes. For our retrospective, but that that's because it was fresh in my mind, and I didn't see it, and I was like, "How can you not talk about?" Oh the, no, we needed to get we needed to you, get to it, no doubt. You pull an actor from almost every movie you guys probably already covered there in this. This is the Avengers yeah. of act, the action genre. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to think that you're the only person that's watched this movie twice in one year, but there's a bunch of people <laughs> who love to spend their time in duck blinds that have watched this movie like fucking fifteen times already. <laughs> Well, you know, when this came out, I was actually, I remember being pretty excited about it because I was like, oh, this is, this will be fun. Like, it's just a bunch of 80s and 90s, like the biggest names in action movies and, and B, like straight to video action and everything all combined into one movie. So I was actually pretty excited for it when it came out and I was, I was pretty let down <laughs> when I saw it originally. <laughs> I think I enjoyed it a little bit more actually this time watching it, although, I, you know, I still don't think it was a great by any means, but there is some pretty fun action bits in this movie as it rolls on. I thought the last segment was the last set piece was pretty fun. Um, and there's, I don't know, there's some fun to be had with the cast here. I would say with this movie, it's kind of Stallone brought everyone down to his level. (laughs) Um, because you know, like Jason Statham, like he's, he's a good actor, I think. And, the scenes he has, like his lines, like I was, I was laughing so hard when he went and beat up that guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, the and then said, yeah. yeah, and and then he went and said, he's like, you should have waited. I was worth waiting for. <laughs> that was a it's hilarious like, line. What? I mean, you know, you got to believe in yourself, right? You have, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Holds, it's holds good for the self-esteem. High regard <laughs> yeah. as a lover. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a funny scene for sure because, you know, he's defending her because she's been seeing this other douchebag. So he, he leaves the country for months at a time and he just expects her to, like, wait around for him. But, you know, they're not, like, married or, or anything. And no, uh, Yeah, exactly. It's, it's but then when he comes like back. It's like a booty call almost. It's like, oh, when I am back in this yeah. country, let's, let's catch up. And then like he's just you're mad. Not, when you're not she's just like, ready for me to show up at your door after I've been away for three months. Do I mean, you know who I of... am? I'm Jason fucking yeah. Statham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but even then, it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, it still kind of works when he goes and beats up the boyfriend just because, <laughs> of course, I want to see Jason Statham beat up some like woman beating asshole. <laughs> it's just like, well, yeah. it's no, like I if you go to that. a restaurant and order bacon and eggs, it's pretty hard to fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that Jason yeah. Statham would have been as successful if his name was Jason Statham? Because <laughs> I don't think he would have been. Probably not. No, I think it would have been like Jason. Who? Next. 
Um, I think it's funny that you say that uh, that everybody gets pulled down to um, Stallone's level uh, because um, Dolph Lundgren is on some next level shit in this movie, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, like, that's true. He is. Like, if you were like, oh no, he had a pretty severe like methamphetamine problem throughout this entire uh, <laughs> filming. I mean, like, Isn't that basically the plot of the movie? Yeah. It, he, well, it's he's there, man. Like, I think he might be... <laughs> I think he might be uh, walking the walk, you know? Like, he, that's... No, method, you're method, discrediting method him as an actor. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, he's, method, he's method. He's very... I think, he, I think I think he did meth, the math. Emphasis on the math. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a good... I like that. That's a... That's a <laughs> Um, uh, speaking of Dolph Lundgren real quick one of my favourite little tidbits at the beginning is like when they're when they're going onto the, the pirates boat and they're doing their little infiltration and we had to get subtitles for what the pirates were saying yet there's no subtitles for anytime Sly and Dolph Lundgren have a fucking conversation because I don't <laughs> think I, I think I understood oh. the pirates speaking in English better than I understood <laughs> anything Guys, they said I... together <laughs> Guys, I watched this movie with subtitles. <laughs> you need it. You need it. And th- the funny thing is, is that this is also the worst subtitled movie I've ever watched. Like the subtitles were late a lot of the times. They were early a lot of the times. Like nothing. It was terrible. <laughs> That's just a bad coding job, though. <laughs> no, I, th- I think that Dolph Lundgren might have done the subtitles for this movie for, to pick up a little extra scratch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's like, sometimes, yeah, it's weird because sometimes he'll say something and I totally understand what he has said, but then the next sentence he says, I'll be like, I picked up maybe a half, half of that. Like (laughs) he's not usually like his accent is usually not that heavy. It seemed like it was almost coming out more in this movie than in, than in other movies. I think that he was actually doing a pretty good job and Stallone felt like he was being um, a little outclassed by him. (laughs) <laughs> and and yeah, Stallone's yeah, like, uh, hey Dolph, can I talk to you for a second? Oh, uh, Dolph, <laughs> corner. Uh, he got on his crate. We, and yeah, started he, he stood on his apple crate. <laughs> uh, Nick, so I heard this. I heard this story. Yeah, I heard this story. I used to, um, I used to work with somebody who worked, uh, who did like a lot of craft services and stuff like that in the yeah. movie industry here. And they said that uh, Steven Seagal walks around with an apple crate. <laughs> And stands. Sorry, Stallone. This is sorry, the second Stallone. time you. I know. I do it all the time. Stallone walks around right. and he, he stands on a, a crate whenever he talks to people. <laughs> but like, it's Which like not so even fucking funny. Not even for like a scene in a movie where you can frame the camera so you don't see any apple crate. Like nope. he's doing this in real life. So is he talking to a group of people and that, and he's standing on a crate so that he's like, okay, so everyone, he's everyone, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Oh, so truck. This is a truck. <laughs> we haven't even, we haven't even talked about the plot of this movie. Yeah, yet. we should lay out the, I'd the love, synopsis. Okay, I'd love, okay, I can't talk because of uh, somebody's <laughs> putting a tent up. So Good God. Nick, why don't you tell us the plot? Or do you have it handy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can do. Well, you can watch I, it I twice this year. I can go from here. memory or I can go IMDb, I want whatever memory, you... please. From memory. we got a bunch of ex-mercenaries. Well, they're mercenaries, I guess. They're all ex-operative dudes who get pulled together by, back to the Christian roots, Mr. Church, in a church by uh, right. Bruce Willis. 
who offers Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger in his Governor of California cameo to do a, as far as I know, to take down a dictator in some yeah, potentially it's, it's Cuban a country. Yeah, it's a... But then it's all, like every action movie ever, it's sort of convoluted then by people who have ulterior motives, Eric Roberts, I guess, who want to come in and be like, nah, nah, we can make money off this because we're white America. I don't know. I guess that's what the movie's going on about, so... So he's supposed to be a CIA operative, I guess? I think that's what he said at the end, didn't he? Eric Roberts? Eric Roberts? Yeah. Right, yeah, that would make sense then. Or he had been, and now they were putting out a hit on him because he was going rogue or something. Yeah, I, I gotta be honest, I couldn't, I, I had did, I did have a hard time following the threads <laughs> of the, of the machination, the political machinations. Like, I didn't really get what was going on in terms of, what were they making money from? I don't, Coke? Now, that's, I think it's Coke, because there's, I don't remember any dialogue, but I remember the one shot of when Sly's running through all, like, the tunnels, and there's just this huge mound of cocaine, or heroin, I don't know, it's a brick of something, yeah. and I was like, this must play into it somehow. <laughs> and then we don't right. see the They don't again. talk about it. No. Yeah, they don't bring it up. It's just uh, there's some bad guys doing bad things. It's that subtle direction there from Stallone. That's what it is. That's subtle filmmaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's show, don't right. tell. And that's beautiful. That's what I... <laughs> I mean, so that church I gotta scene... I got to put my ratings up here. Hold on a second. <laughs> that, that church scene with Arnold in it, the, the dialogue back and forth is just... It's so bad. Like, do you guys want to honestly? Start okay, so dicks. that's a real line that Bruce yeah. was said to. <laughs> Apparently, he improved yeah, that as well. Uh, he yeah, improved that. He did, and yeah. Stallone was hesitant on keeping it in, but he kept it in anyway. Well, um, Stallone, Stallone wouldn't want anyone to think that, even in a joke, that he might be homosexual, right? <laughs> so right, it's in his contract. <laughs> What a fucking asshole. This guy sucks, guys. <laughs> this guy, uh, kind this of, guy was, I kind of well, enjoyed I was Bruce say, in this scene, I gotta say. I just, re- I just remembered something. I'm pretty sure that, that um, Stallone was, was busted in Australia he for was. bringing in steroids. Even better, horse steroids. Like steroids horse that they use on horses. <laughs> this guy's like, I'm a... F- no, no, I need this. I need the horse shit. I need the... Yeah, I'm going to get fucking huge in Australia. <laughs> this guy's like... This guy's like <laughs> taking the steroid version of ketamine. He's just, just like... No, you know that animal stuff? I need that. Well, I, I won't f- judge him for whatever steroids he wants to put in his body. <laughs> no, it's just he wants funny. to put horse steroids in his body? Go for yeah. it, man. He got caught in Australia, yeah. <sighs> That's our claim to fame. Claim to fame. Well, yeah. Well, you, uh, a lot of a lot of celebrities though. Johnny Depp got caught with his dog. Oh yeah, that was that was right. national news here. That was like, oh my god, we're allowed to tell America Hollywood celebrities no. Like that's that's when we got our big boy pants on. When we knew we were I thought, a I thought Canada was like, man, had, Johnny Depp should have been in this movie. He should have been the bad guy. Oh, that would have been so much number better. Number four, man. You know, number four. Well, I mean, I actually like that they cast Eric Roberts because I think he's a, a pretty great B he action villain. It. But but they don't yeah. give him anything to do. Like, no. what is what is he in well, even his motivations? Like when he's running with the the other guy's daughter at the end to try to fly away in a helicopter. Yeah. Where, why is he taking her? What's he going to do with her? It, it's, it seems like everything in this script that may have been rewritten by Sly is just 
the elements that anything's a personal attack, attack against him. So it's like he's taking right. the girl because it'll piss Sylvester Stallone off and that's his <laughs> right. moment then yeah. to, <laughs> to go hard. And way, because with Eric Roberts, they leave his monologue to the end of the movie. Like, he tells us pretty much his plan right at the end of the movie and we're like, oh, oh. right, this is what we're <laughs> supposed to be invested in. Why is Stallone invested in this woman? Exactly. Well, that's what Makes we're talking no about. Um, and then <laughs> David David Zayas plays the like president guy or what a general Garza. Uh, I like of him. Like he's Dexter from Dexter. Um, and I've seen him in other things too. But but just these are thankless roles in this movie where these yeah. guys have no like. He at least I guess he gets a little bit of dramatic stuff to do compared to Eric Roberts, but yeah. But speaking of him though, like he seems like he's the guy you call in when you want someone to lean into an accent, because like <laughs> he he does the same thing in Dexter, like he's yeah. the token Cuban guy. Yeah. Right. And now he's like some despot, like fucking man. Stone also. Can you just take on a white guy for once? Like he, like it's always like some fucking like Asian like the or it's like in South South, South American, America. Yeah. It's like like this, you know this ball, get ball up, man. Fucking well, that's what he's famous for some, in his ra- in the Rambo movies. He go he hunt goes some clan members. He goes and slaughters people of, of color. So uh, that's what people were expecting to see when he put out the Expendables. I mean, like, stop taking down blackface episodes of Golden Girls and start fucking making Stallone movies where he fights white people. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, Hollywood, you hear this? Yeah, I mean, I we mean, still haven't done the most recent Rambo on the on the podcast, but apparently that one's quite uh, oh, that's quite quite graphic. offensive in some ways. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. It's offensive oh, going on the list. It's offensive in the fact that it's just not good. As well, or made. Oh, have yeah. you seen it? Yeah, yeah. yeah we, it it's. I was keen for it too, like because I thought the Rambo that came out like 2008 wasn't yeah, terrible. It was, it was pretty like it's it's insanely batshit crazy, but it's it's not bad. Yeah. And then yeah, man, he shit the bed on this one. That's for sure. I hope you like <laughs> so action movies. I still, no still want to watch it. <laughs> so I mean, oh, other man. than First Blood. Out of the rest of them, what's what's the best one out of the rest? Out of all the Stallone movies? No, uh, out of the Rambo movies. Like, oh, first yeah. blood aside. First oof. blood, yeah. That's a tough. No call. answer. <laughs> I mean, Scorpion. There, there are things in two that are fun, but mostly because they're so ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Um, when he's like shooting arrows that have explosives tips at like one single person and blowing them up <laughs> stuff like that um that's, that sounds like a good ex- time explosive the fourth tips. one was really violent so it was kind of fun i don't know uh so terry cruz seems like he's uh he's dealing with some stuff in this movie um <laughs> and i thought i thought randy couture was the one that was dealing with stuff <laughs> I yeah, he's going to the therapist don't really yeah randy couture is is he supposed to be like the weak link like <laughs> is he so? a pussy well because he i just don't think a, he's supposed to be a pussy he beats up stone cold steve austin he does he's no he, pussy man i know but I, I feel like they like make fun of like i don't know randy couture is supposed to be like he's, he feels a little more level-headed and more like a normal human being <laughs> Terry Crews is like, this is my bullet, Sarah. 
And, oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, he's like... Sarah's, <laughs> Sarah's got a few things to say to some people. And if it's not Sarah, it's it's going to be Sarah's twin. And then he just showed this other thing. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. What was it, a knife? Yeah, it was a knife. Like okay. a razor blade. Kind I, was, of like, I didn't know yeah, at first. It was... And I was like, okay, it's a razor blade. And then, and then he's like, uh, you should talk to my therapist. And then he's like, I already did or something. I, well, the, but the, this is the problem when you this. have. This is the problem, though, when you have all these tough guy action stars. You you all have they all have to be put into their own lane, like their own. Like they can't all be the leading hero, right? So you have the the crazy guy, you have the therapist guy, you have the the one that. Turn, turns yeah. his back on the yeah, family. The <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, you got the little guy and... We haven't even talked yeah. about Jet Li. I'm but taking yeah, I, Randy Couture and Jet Li. They seem like the most, like, normal human <laughs> beings. Like, you could have a conversation with them and, like, they could order food without, like, having a Tourette's-style meltdown. Like, there's... <laughs> like... I mean, there's lots of, like, stuff that is, to me, is fun on paper about this movie that doesn't necessarily work. Like, I want, like, Dolph Lundgren versus Jet Li. That sounds great. That sounds like a fun time. But then they shoot it underneath this, like, metal staircase, and it's all dark as hell. And and the way that Stallone doesn't really shoot, like, Jet Li's fighting in a way that really highlights, you know, his his skills and abilities. It's not maybe, you know, it's it's not Stallone's forte to shoot martial arts. But so then you don't really get that. You don't really get that Jet Li stuff the way you want it. Well, interesting that he doesn't shoot the Asian guy properly. Well, I mean, uh, I'll, uh, give him the, uh, I'll give him the benefit uh, of the doubt in terms of I don't he, think never it's having a, shot in a, a just, martial arts movie. But I'm joking. Um, it's just that like, I want that to fight to be epic, but instead it's like yeah. I can't really tell what's going on all like in you know, all the all the shots and stuff like. Um, but Jet Li would have won. It should. It's so to so me like. I'm glad, like, Nick, that you have, like, a really great time watching this. That's the time I want to be having watching yeah. this movie. Like, on paper, this that's it sounds so fun to me, but it just doesn't quite work out for the most part. Uh, I do, th- like I said later, I think there's some pretty fun action. Like, the whole last sequence gets pretty fun, I think. Um, yeah, some of the stuff I mean, stone cold I, and- I think, yeah, I think Stallone is just doing all these scenes, and he's just fucking up the, the fight scenes and how to shoot the stuff he's just getting so excited about oh yeah we're gonna have this fight scene with this guy and 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 then it's just by the time he gets to it it's like oh yeah i don't know just shoot it this way and yeah i mean some of the some of it's some of it worked for me like there was some stuff that statham was they were like some of the stuff of statham looks good where he's like breaking arms and doing takedowns and stuff Um, statham's a sexy fucking man it's hard to make him not look good. He's got that accent um, going for him. Well, I feel it doesn't get really good until the end. The whole end fight scenes, all that stuff that happens there, like yeah. that. I feel like that shot. Yeah, it's not like bad, heating up. Right? But then, although I did like the part where they, when Stallone and Statham originally go to the island. Yeah. And then they right. they do that they do that fly around and they blow up that dock. The, Although I thought it was funny that only Stone Cold and Eric Roberts were smart enough to, to get off the dock, the, <laughs> and everybody else just gets like wiped out. Which I, that's yeah. a very fun. that's a very convoluted plan that they have because it, I think they call it the run or die, which involves nothing to do with running, first of all, <laughs> and then 
So they. Are you talking about Stallone had to run down that dock? There, you know, in fairness. I don't think Stallone can run, by the way. Oh, he's, he's hilarious to watch run. And that's the 900 surgeries he's probably had over his career. I think he has very yeah. limited range of motion in his body. But, like, that's so convoluted. It's like, okay, so the first time we're going to go down and shoot everyone. And then we're going to yeah. circle back. And then we're going to drop all of our, our gasoline on them. And then yeah. you've got to have this one chance to shoot this flare. Shoot a flare. <laughs> at, yeah. this, at this thing of gasoline. And it will explode. Like, it's so... Like, they were getting yeah, away. You, they were getting away. Yeah, you, just go. you know what? They totally had me in that scene. I know, Like when, when Statham's on the nose of the plane, <laughs> yeah. I yes. just like, this is so badass. Like, I love <laughs> I love this whole scene. Like, it's so unrealistic, but it's, I love it, though. it's so good. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's a fun bit. I like how they were, uh, like, I thought, that, the, I did enjoy that they were, like, like bird watchers. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was their cover. <laughs> But I, f- I feel like, like I, I think that Nick, you brought it up uh, earlier that it does feel like there's two um, screenplays happening at the same time. There's the original screenplay and then there's <laughs> what everything Stallone put on top of it. Yeah. And I think that sometimes I feel like the original, who knows? I mean, this is the way it yeah. feels to me, but sometimes the original feels like it's coming through. Um, but for the most part, it just does feel like Stallone just like stomping his little tiny feet all over everything (laughs) (laughs) hey man he's good with that gun though that six shooter (laughs) oh james what's your favorite scene in this movie uh i would say the plane scene the scene where they they go back and they have that where jason statham's on the nose of the plane and i i think that was the only scene other than the end like there's some good gory parts and some good fight scenes at the end but i think that that plane scene is just one that stands out where i thought man if this was in a really good movie i mean like (laughs) you know this would be awesome it's too bad it's in this movie but uh yeah i mean i that part too is good because like even they got that shot where it's like statham is sitting there out of the nose and it's like kind of above and from behind and there's actually sort of you get like some of the thrill of like what that would be like yeah. to sit in the in the cockpit like the that, wind or, is just like blowing yeah. like he's like getting absolutely smashed by the wind too so it feels like he's <laughs> really out yeah 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 that's a fun sequence for sure Nick, you got a favorite scene or, or a couple? I I feel like this could also be a, around the board favorite scene, but when, when Terry Crews or Caesar comes through with that AA-12 shotgun or whatever, so they're all pinned down, <laughs> and then you just hear this like absolute bounding boom of, of <laughs> rounds going off, and then it just cuts to these many shots, this insane Taken 3 fence jump-esque sort of cutting between loads of shots of him just blowing people and that's again gory <laughs> as hell but it's and he you're definitely right we were saying, talking about it earlier he's got some issues because he's enjoying that way too much there's enjoying <laughs> yeah, saving your mowing. mates and then yeah. there's blowing people to shit and i think he was more on that <laughs> end of the spectrum 
Yeah. I mean, he, he does get a little, like, some of the smallest amount of focus on his character, so I'm not entirely sure what was supposed to be going on with him, but he was definitely getting some enjoyment out of uh, laying waste <laughs> to everybody. I do wish there was not the CG blood, man. The CG yeah. blood thing. Again, yeah. like, when Stallone comes in to rescue that that woman and she's in the she's you know she's tied to the chair with the blindfold on mm-hmm. that's a pretty sweet scene when he chops those guys down like chops the one dude's head off and sticks a knife in the guy's throat but the cg just takes away from it like the i just hate that shit the fake it just never looks good the the cg squibs but uh i think my favorite scene is probably the, just the whole last set piece Although the plane part is pretty awesome. But I don't know. There's some fun there where Stallone has got those like machine pistols that he's like keeps yeah. reloading really fast because he's like mowing people down with them and stuff. And I like I enjoy it. I wish Stone Cold had more lines in this movie. I think. Yeah, that would he be barely more fun. talks. Yeah, like, or, if he, or if he stunted someone, that would he, be yeah. awesome. <laughs> that would have been great. Randy Orton should have been in this movie. He should have been beating somebody down and then been like giving them the fingers in the face. Yeah, like, <laughs> totally. And then guzzle Don't some mess beer. with the rattlesnake. It's like, why? I don't know. Like, there seems to be, I don't know if it's still anymore. There seems to be a stigma with WWE stars acting in movies. Everyone's like, oh, they're bad. But like, they're literally acting for a living. And some of them have some pretty <laughs> badass things that they do. Like, I, I agree. I think like Randy Orton would have been great. I, does, he doesn't pop up in like, number three does he when they do like the fucking all-star cast or just i don't remember i know randy orton has done a couple action movies but yeah yeah he would have been fantastic can i tell you guys my favorite scene please the mickey rourke one right where he's getting sad it's mickey (laughs) (laughs) it's mickey it's mickey rourke painting the bike yeah i was no joke this is what i'm gonna say uh, <laughs> he's painting the bike and he's like uh he's painting it for his girlfriend but she left and he's like i'm gonna finish it and then i'm gonna burn it or whatever yeah. and it's a he, guitar i think that it's oh whatever on. the fuck it is and then he's talking about how he's like this fucking <laughs> this woman inside gone he could have fucking saved <laughs> And it's like, you stupid fuck. Like, it's the emotional core of the film. How dare you mock oh that? God. That's it. That's, that's, that's the it's, catalyst that causes Sly to want to go back. That, that right. beautiful it's conversation. A, it's, <laughs> it's the linchpin of the film. It's like the most... I, I love seeing Mickey Rourke in the side profile smoking that fucking Bilbo Baggins yeah. pipe. <laughs> Like fucking Gandalf is gonna walk it's in like or something. Un- unbuttoned Ed Hardy shirt. Oh god! <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like all they did was they just like they just sh- they just tape Mickey work on a Monday afternoon. Like this is just like what he does. Like in between Botox shots and fucking and you know his eighth tequila of the day sunrise he's just like fucking painting fucking guitars smoking his big old pipe and telling these bullshit stories pretty great pretty great it's, uh, mm-hmm. and just so sylvester the- react sorry um sylvester reacting to all that too like all his reaction shots are perfect because he's like he's doing that mild tear up so he's like i'm not crying enough that you think i'm soft but like i'm emotionally moved by it like god right. just like can't shoot drama <laughs> <laughs> yeah the other th- scene i do like and i do like some of the action s- scenes where it's like the when um yeah with the when terry cruz is shooting that gun it's just like so over so stupid but yeah. uh 
Originally, that role was, that role was meant for Wesley Snipes, but apparently because of his tax yeah. I- I- issues, he wasn't allowed to leave the country to shoot it. Oh, um, I I do like the Jason Statham scene, the basketball scene, because I feel like it it actually has no place in this movie, right? Yeah, <laughs> like it, it it shouldn't exist at all. Um, and. My favorite part of that entire scene is how he lets his girlfriend off the bike and then he rides the bike the extra 10 feet yeah. to <laughs> to the group. Inside yeah. the group. Like, like, like is, it would have been so much cooler if he had to like just like got off the bike and like propped it up. But instead, he like does this awkward like scoot, like to get a little closer. Also, and why then, did he bring her with him just so that she could see him beat up to, the, the to other point guy? him out? To point him out, oh. that's the guy. Well, she doesn't. Need, uh, he doesn't need he to, saw to point him. out. He, he saw him. Already. I saw him. I, I know. I know he did. But <laughs> I feel like that's what it was. He did it. That's the guy and right there. The other part <laughs> I love about that scene is like how before they even get into a fight, all of this fucking douchebag's friends are like, "I got your back." And it's yeah, like, yeah. "Got your back, bro." Like he comes over here, he's fucking dead. Because they all. Because <laughs> what that implies is is that they all know that he kicked the Christ out of his girlfriend. Yeah. And they're all like, "Hey, buddy." I'm with, I'm with you. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like, ride, that's cause ride or die, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's because they're all cops. And, oh, are, they all, <laughs> are they all cops? Because that would make so much sense. I mean, that guy looks like a cop. They the all look like cops. Yeah. And there's like yeah. one fat firefighter. Like, they, <laughs> like the one. Yeah. So anyway, I I I love that scene because it's just it's so dumb and it's so tacked on. And then when, like James said earlier, it's like, I was worth waiting for. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> this guy, uh, like, this guy literally kills people, like, for a living. Yeah, and he says, I guess now you know what I do for a living. Yeah, and he's like, no, yeah, motherfucker. Wh- yeah, the- why does, no, how does he, she know what he does? I he have, beats people up for a living? I have zero yeah. context. Are you, yeah, like, are you. She's like, like, oh, yes, I got from that that you are a black ops mercenary. <laughs> I would yeah. be more like, are you in Kumite? Like, what is going on? <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense. And then he's. Well, this is, this is why, like, are you, like. Are you even supposed to care about any of these characters? Because I, I don't. They, they want you to, but I y- yeah. No. I think Stallone wants you to care about his character and Statham's character, and yeah. then the rest of the guys are just there for color. What, yeah. what is like, Jet Li's right. thing? Like he's not. He, he's he trying to earn extra money for his family. But he doesn't have a family. He doesn't. Yeah. He's like, like I just want more money. I don't <laughs> get it. But yeah, it's supposed to be funny. It's, it's just supposed to be jo- like. But jokes. it's not. But like. Yeah. Did anybody tell him that it's not funny? It's like, but this is like the peak of comedy for Sylvester Stallone. You know what I mean? Like, this is the yeah. stuff that oh, he, yeah. he's got his like little circle, and they've all gone. What would be funny right now? And it's just like, well, let's let's have Jet Li complain that he doesn't have enough money for his family. And they're like, yeah, that's that's a problem. Oh, that's man. a big problem to face. You did it yeah. again. You did it again, <laughs> Sly. Well, that's. I wanted to go back to the the scene with Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis that James was talking about earlier because uh, you can tell that Stallone, I think they all thought that scene was hilarious when they, yeah. when oh, they yeah, shot they it. Like they were like, this is great. People are going <laughs> to fucking think this is the greatest thing. <laughs> and it's just like, 
not funny. <laughs> like, wait, so wait, that's something interesting about Bruce Willis too, though, because like I think he he's like actively brags about how he doesn't watch movies or like movies, like. <laughs> So he has no real context other than the things that he's in. And then Demi Moore being like, you're real funny, Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually thought Bruce Willis was the best part of that scene. Because he's naturally great. Yes, because he wasn't he obviously wasn't worried about having to have any pressure about trying because you know you know he stopped trying several years back in movies after Die Hard because he was just you can tell this is something he was just doing as a favor for fun so like he's loose in the scene it seemed to me like he's kind of a bit fun in that scene do you think that between do you think that after Hudson Hawk he was just like all right fine like if you guys don't like what I like to do then I'm just gonna go home. Like he's like a kid with a basketball. Like he's yeah. just like, well, that's fine. If you don't like the way I play, well, I don't think it was after Hudson Hawk because we had that... like Twelve Monkeys and Pulp Fiction and all that shit was after that. But, but Hudson Hawk was like somewhere his, along like, the way, movie, just... right? <clears throat> I mean, he was filming Cop Out. He was filming this... Cop Out at the time, which yeah. you know, if you've seen that, you know that he well, Cop doesn't out. give any Cop Out's already trying. come out by this point. That's early 2010, and I only know that because. We spoke about it in February. Right. So did you watch Cop Out? We watched Cop Out. Oof. We watched Cop Out. Uh, <laughs> but he's he's doing he's having way more fun in the three minutes that he's in, in this movie yes. than he is in all of Cop Out, which is it's great. Absolutely. I agree. Like he, I think he's the best bit of that scene because I think Sly and Schwarzenegger both know in that scene they're just trying to be like the icing on the cake for that scene would have been when the fucking doors open. And it's the beaming light behind Schwarzenegger is just like a rat, like the stinger of the Terminator theme. Like that would have been the cherry on top for this, this <laughs> that moment in the movie, because I feel like at least Schwarzenegger knew that that felt like a bit of a piss take. Like I think he was somewhat aware. Sly maybe not, but yeah, that's <laughs> Bruce is the best part of that scene. John, did you say? It? Oh, you said your favorite scene is the Mickey Rourke, <laughs> the Mickey Rourke scene. I'm not joking. Like when the I talked about this movie. When I talk about this movie to other people, I'm going to be like, all right, guys, there's this one scene with Mickey Rourke. Okay, he's going he's gonna to have an oversized pipe. Don't let that distract you. <laughs> Pay attention to the craft. Just, just watch him work. Watch him just work in this scene. What he does with nothing. It goes. How he uses empty space is just, whoa. How he uses empty space. Mickey Rourke. In this, and then Mickey Rourke and the wrestler just underneath. Oh, right, yeah, yeah just underneath. Sure. Just and underneath then, like, the yeah. and then like, way nothing. And then it's Mickey Rourke and Iron Man two. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about Sin City. Come on, he's yeah. great in Sin City. He he's good in Sin City. He's good. I'll give him. I'll give him that. I mean, uh, we're forgetting Harley Davidson and the Mar- Marvel Man. <laughs> that's the first movie I saw with boobs. <clears throat> Oh, interesting yeah. fact. <laughs> yeah, it's a little tidbit about me, guys. A little factoid. Uh, a little factoid. Cool. <laughs> At Ryan and Daniel Crandall's house. Back in... Wow. Uh, oh, fuck. Isn't that a memory? Like, the first time you saw boobs is a memory. That's forever locked in. I don't know if it was the first time I ever <laughs> saw boobs, but it was the first time I saw boobs in a movie. In a movie, okay. Yeah. I think I was five years old watching no, used cars at the neighbors I was, with I Kurt was, Russell. I was already fucking then. <laughs> really? Wow. No, I wasn't. That was Amazing. A, that was a joke. 
Is there any scenes we didn't talk about that we should, um, that we should cover? I want to talk about how much Sylvester Stallone is in love with this fucking woman that well, he doesn't know. So <laughs> I, do like, I do he like at the end. Yeah, I do like at the end where he does all this stuff. And it's all leading to that he's going to have like this romance ending. And then at the end, he's like, yeah, I'll see you around. <laughs> Gives her a hug and sends her on her way. Later, yeah. Bitch. Well, I mean, I'm kind of glad he didn't go for the romance. Yeah, yeah so am I. But it's so <laughs> but I was against confused. character. But why are like, you it's really... for that when the entire movie is leading to that? Like a psych out? Because like, I don't want to see Stallone I want to see lovey-dovey with anyone. No, I want to see Stallone just like, just I want to see with that him just beautiful plow. facial hair that he has. I want to see oh. him just like, I want to see him just fuck like fucking like I want to see him in a uh, a top like gun, Van Damme style in a Top Gun style silhouette makeout scene with like tongues. Oh no! Just that that weird no, that, no. just that weird mouth of his. Just, just like making like ooh sounds. That's just a background Whoa. sound of him and his like ooh, ooh. Yeah. like he's just real sort yeah. of like Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Oh just all of his like extra skin oh, just man. slapping against <laughs> itself. It this wasn't a romantic graphic. thing, you guys. He was saving her because she was so brave to want to like stay in her war torn country and defend it. That's stupid of her. He should have like just been like you're dumb. I'm confused. I'm confused because the first note that I have about them is I was like, wow, Sly's written into the script that he's really punching above his weight. Like, that's for a Sylvester Sloan. But then my last note is like, is he trying to be like a father figure to her? Is he going to be like, like I release you back to your country? Like you, I, I, yeah. like, I don't yeah, I, know. Like a George I, Michael's father figure. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think we have. I think we have to take it that way more because of how it ends, right? I he think doesn't we have to, to get yeah. together with her. I think we have a choice. Hey, remember that? Uh, you guys remember that woman that jumped into the water and uh, Mickey Rourke could have saved her, but he didn't. <laughs> It's the one right. person you yeah. say. Hey, you remember that scene? I remember when the tears came out of Mickey Rourke's I eyes. I am not. Ju- I cannot stop thinking about it. <laughs> Maybe that's why so, I, I think had to it, cut to reaction shots of Sylvester so Sloan because I had to keep putting water at the bottom of Mickey Rourke's eyes there just for that scene. So we're gonna cut. <laughs> can some you reactions. imagine? Do you think Mickey Rourke can cry at this point in his life? <laughs> no, man. Like, also, like, there's like so much shit, like, like. Well, that's just because yeah, his tear ducts don't work <laughs> his anymore. Tear ducts don't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. So uh, this is a movie. Did we miss? Did we miss anything? Um, oh, oh, how about when Stallone, when they are fleeing, right when they're gonna get on the plane to take off him and Statham, and he goes back into that office and he shoots those guards or whatever, and he says to the one guy like, "Oh, are you nervous?" Because <laughs> I know. Good. It was so like such bad. a bad line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so bad. We didn't oh, talk man. about the car chase. Oh, uh, yeah. With that, yeah. With the truck? With that ugly truck that every old man, like, that's that's such an old, like, an old man truck. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a fucking well, truck. Well, it's, it's an Expendables truck. It's a guy that, a guy who's in the Expendables. Oh, yeah. Truck. Like, oh, look at that <laughs> truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a truck. Yeah, Expendables or like Clint Eastwood or something. <laughs> yeah, get off my sure, lawn. Same, same get away. Thing. Eastwood, same Eastwood thing. could have been. Get a, off my truck. Expendable. 
Well, that's, he was already in Space Cowboys. So. Actually, that's the truck that, uh, you know, I, interesting fact, I heard about that truck. Uh, that's the truck that uh, that Clint Eastwood is going to bring out at the next uh, convention and talk to. And that's going <laughs> right. to be Joe, Joe Biden's stand-in. Um, that truck sucks. Um, <laughs> um Oh, is that your instead of a stupid gun, it's the stupid truck in this oh, movie? Oh well, the, well, there's a there's a secret gun in that truck. Yeah, right. That Ch- was jelly. That was pretty slick. Uh, I would say the best part about this movie is the script I wrote ten years earlier. That pretty much what had uh, Chuck Norris as the bad guy and Steven yeah. Seagal. What did you What did you call that script again? I don't remember that a name. Uh, I can't remember, but, but it, it, they it they went to outer it. space. Yeah, they yeah, went they to outer, outer space. space and they fight Chuck Norris. I mean, I yeah. remember that. It was you, very. So what you're of saying the time. is you could have made the Expendables, James, if you had. Yeah. More, more it would have been more money. of a comedy, though. <laughs> right. Uh yeah, I think that's all the scenes. Oh, the last scene I want to talk about is uh, it's more of a dialogue. It's when. All of a sudden, everybody knows that they're going to go back to the island after they voted not to go to the island. Um, and then Jet Li and Stallone just like pull up and there's like everybody's just there because they all live within like apparently a couple minutes of the aircraft carrier or fucking whatever <laughs> it's called. Um, and then uh, they're like, what happened or something like that? And Jet Li is like, it's too sad to talk about. And then just sits down. And then they <laughs> immediately cut to Stallone talking about it. It's right. <laughs> it, was, it was too sad for Jet Li to talk about it. That's it. But he's got his like, family to think but about. But Jet Li doesn't have a Jet Li doesn't have like an an incredible emotional connection to Mickey Rourke. Stallone does. Mm. Well, I mean uh. okay, so Mickey Rourke is supposed to be a former expendable, right? So I guess they all know him and stuff. Like, they're all close to him. Yeah. As well, isn't he supposed th- to be the fixer? Because isn't he the one that says, oh, I have a guy that has a job for you? Um, I don't and recall he's, now. And he, he sends him to to church? Is that right? I don't I remember, think so, I don't actually. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Hey, you guys remember that song, Take Me to Church? <laughs> yeah. that song that song sucked less than this movie and that song sucked <laughs> let's rate the movie let's give it our ratings alright as, as the guest we should Nick, let him go first go know? ahead set the standard hey yeah so for plot I've given this movie a 5 which after chatting I think is generous oh you're gonna you're gonna run through everything I like it oh yeah sorry oh, yeah, so well, how do you want me to do it yeah we normally we just like say what our overall reaction and then what our score was because of it although james will have to tell you your score oh, cool. because yeah okay cool. but i like i prefer nick running through and defending everything Ooh, we can do that it. too we can do it that way too yeah yeah just run through i would say run through your run whole through everything man go ahead whatever crazy. all right all right so plot i've given five which i as, again generous uh action and kills i've gone eight because there is a shit ton of kills in this movie and there was enough in there for there me are. to... I was grinning a fair bit. Pacing is six. Now, I know pacing is somewhat of a, 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 a tonal thing in this show where we it's like going back and forth. It's a bit well, it, contentious. Well, it's just for me. It's not for these guys. 
I've given it a six. I'm not going to justify that because that's not what the movie's about pacing. Quotes and tropes, I've gone nine because I actually have a list of a few of the quotes in this movie that made me audibly laugh out loud. Oh. Run through. Right, run let's through. Hear you want to run few through them? So after um, Jason Statham beats up the guy with the basketball, he puts his knife through the basketball and says, mm. "Next time, I'll deflate your balls," which I thought was fa- <laughs> fantastic. Uh, Sylvester Stallone's getting beaten up by Stone Cold, and Stone Cold goes, "How many men do you have here?" And he says, "Only your mother," uh, which I thought was but pretty fantastic. No, but then he, but then he says another thing right after that, where he's he like, "Who it. sent you?" And he's like. Your hairdresser. Your hairdresser. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know. Which is pretty bad. Uh, but um, bomb. <laughs> and I'll go one more. I can see, I mean, it's, it is, you can get some enjoyment from it this because guy, of how bad that this is. This guy should write for Leno. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dolph Lundgren to Steve Austin says, do you need a lift, a facelift pretty boy? Which I thought was ironic coming from Lundgren. Uh, <laughs> and Eric Roberts, his introductory scene, he comes in. They're about to execute these three random guys and Eric Roberts is behind them and shoots. He's asking, like, what he knows and he shoots him in the head. He's like, now you can... What does he say? Oh, now I can see inside. Now I can see inside your head or something. Like, he can... It, it, yeah. And I loved it. I, I, I laughed out loud. So I'm going, um, ironically, nine for quotes and tropes. Hey, so have you heard of a little thing... I don't know if you. I don't know if you've heard of it over there across the ponds. Uh, the, a Pulitzer. A Pulitzer, yes, yes. yeah. It's the for, awards it's for, for literature, for writing, yeah. and yeah. So this one's this one actually was up for it. <laughs> <laughs> and, what's uh, your uh, What's your final number? My overall reaction. I've given it a seven because the scores are a bit all over the place. So I thought let's just meet in the ground, the middle ground. It's not shit enough to be a six. It's not good enough to be an eight. It's just middle of the ground seven for me. All right. So that's overall seven. I want to okay. go next. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> I can leave now if you want me to. <laughs> uh, this movie actually doesn't get slammed as hard as you'd think it would from me. Um, I go about plot four kills. I give it a six because... Uh, the CG and all that kind of stuff just like sucks and um, I don't know whatever uh, pacing's a five it's I, I think I'm being quite generous here Closer Tropes gets a four from me because uh, I think that part of the reason I like um, part of the reason I like Closer Tropes from a, a an action movie is because it's either uh, it's it knows exactly what it's doing and it pulls it off or it's, it's just such a passion project that it's so bad, but somehow through that badness, it pulls it off. Like there's like this heart behind it. Whereas I feel like this movie just has no heart and no (laughs) anything. It's just, and I feel like it's an empty void of capitalism and nostalgia. Um, yeah, you're you're crushing Nick here. <laughs> like okay. he's just breaking his heart. You're breaking his heart. Sorry, um, sorry. You're never gonna want to come back on this podcast again. <laughs> um, I, I just know to pick better next time. I just no, no, no. I, that's I, I think that's what no. It we is. needed to do the movie for sure. <laughs> to me, it's just yeah. To me, it's just it, it's more of just like a it. It's not, it's not self, 
is not self-aware enough to be fun right in that yeah. sense yeah. right like it's it's playing it for i don't know it's just whatever uh so then i, I give it a four as my reaction and overall it ends up actually getting a 4.6 um which you know hey that's that's not that bad <laughs> better than what you give above the law our Steven Seagal movie we just did a couple. Uh, I hate Steven Seagal. <laughs> like I actually hate him as a human being. I think he's a piece of garbage. So. I haven't I haven't listened to your Above the Law episode yet because I think it just dropped like as we're recording it dropped like this morning for me. But I don't know if you guys talk about it yet. But you've seen all his YouTube videos of him doing his fake Aikido. Yeah, yeah. Aikido. Yeah, oh, it man. comes up a bit. Yeah. Holy shit. It's not it's not fake, man. It's uh, sorry. I know sorry. Now I'm stepping on how, how dare you? I'm so out of line. Actually, so I apologize. The the funny thing is is today I got onto um this one YouTube channel and it's this uh this British guy and he's showing these Aikido moves and he's like he's like in the movies they show all this but you know all you can do in a street fight, like Aikido, you will lose every time in a street fight trying to do Aikido. But if you just do like, like the simplest move and he like demonstrates, he's like, this is the best way to do it. And I'm like, this guy, I believe <laughs> like he actually, he can do it. But anyways, well, he, was probably, he was probably trained by Seagal. <laughs> Doesn't Aikido sound like a small dog? <laughs> yeah like if i was like oh i got a new dog it's an aikido you'd be like oh my god they're so adorable they're dumb as they're dumb as rocks but like they're really cute and you guys should, like that make that like that tracks yeah no sounds sounds right i'm naming James, my, what about you i'm naming my next dog aikido do you guys have dogs in australia by the way plenty it's of dogs everywhere dingoes uh, dingoes are more offshore now. They're on the islands that surround Australia, so we're we're right, not stealing anyone's babies for any time. Oh yeah, too many moment, babies. Yeah. Too many babies. Went yeah, missing. we had too many babies. What, we had what, to get rid of they the put all the put all the dingoes with like the Tasmanian devils over there, or what? So Tasmanian devils are extinct now. They're, they're gone. What? Yeah, yeah, they've been ex- extinct I, for. A I thought they had them still on the on the island over there. No, no. What oh, island, Dustin? Go ahead, back. Dustin. I want I want to hear Tasman- Dustin. Tasmania. Tasmania is technically an island. It's it's part I'm of Australia. Up, yeah. I'm looking up Tasmanian devils. So you guys keep talking. <laughs> okay, James. I'd love give to me, James, I'd, give lo- your numbers. I'd love to be wrong about this. Oh my god. Imagine that. Well, you know, I, I just I saw I said that because I, <laughs> my wife and I watch House Hunters all the time. Yeah, right. International. And somebody talk. was moving to Tasmania and they were looking at all the the it's fucking Wait, wait what? <laughs> they were looking at the Tasmanian Devils. At some no, no, zoo. not not that. Oh, house zoo. Hunters International. Oh yeah, you gotta get on that House Hunters. Okay, first of all, boys, dude, they're not even they're not extinct. Okay, no, this is just this is um, more lies. This is more foreign lies. Yeah. This is that's it. I'm being duped by my own media. God damn oh it! Oh my god, god they're not extinct. What is extinct? Then that's in Tasmania. What, what is it? A dodo. No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. We're, we're really learning. We have to they're in, they're yeah. endangered, but they're not um, extinct, okay. man. Maybe that's. Do you guys the, have? Uh, okay. Do you guys have the internet there? Uh, wait, wait. We just got this thing check called dial-up. Check out this. Don't don't berate the guests. Check out this John. website. It's called it's called Wiki, Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna defend myself right now. Tasmanian tigers are extinct. 
Yeah, I can't yeah, the last that. one living. So I've just I've just gotten mixed up. I didn't know James, I was get James on and I. Animals. James, <laughs> we're gonna get interrogated. I, I mean, this is your culture, man. I James <laughs> and I could have told you about the Tasmanian tiger, man. Like, fucking, we know about that. Good. This is like the waterboarding scene in Expendables. Like, I just I'm getting berated <laughs> oh, by God. Tasmanian facts. I forgot yeah. about the waterboarding scene. Jesus. Here's yeah. a joke. Okay, I, the joke in Australia yeah. as well is that Tasmania is like the incestual cousin. So they're not really Australians. They're just there doing their own thing. So I. Just oh, my fucking. <laughs> I'm not my shoes are from Tasmania. There we go. So. Product of inbreeding. Wow. No, I'm, you guys I, wear, you guys wear these things. <laughs> You're you guys, here first, folks. You guys wear <laughs> these. Uh, are calling out Tasmania. <laughs> you guys wear these these blundstones in Australia. Blundstones. Yeah, that sounds. Yes, yeah, definitely something we have here. We got bloods. Uh, we got that and a cobras. I gotta a tell cub- you, man, these yeah. are the most comfortable fucking things I've ever worn. They're, I mean, you know, when we Go trek around all our desert plains and outbacks, we're gonna be. <laughs> When we're not riding emus and kangaroos, <laughs> when we got to trek around and can you ride an emu? No, Those are no, pretty- I wouldn't fucking try. No. <laughs> 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 do you remember? Do you remember like two years ago when that guy like punched that kangaroo in the face? Yeah. Oh yeah. Huge. Yeah. That's so pretty good. Pre- is massive. your is your uh, your uh, your president now? <laughs> No, we we have wow. unfortunately still have a two party democratic system, which is working out well for. Almost everywhere it, in the world. Was uh, John Abbott your pre, your pre, pre, president or John Howard? And then oh, Tony yes. Abbott. Tony Abbott. Tony Abbott. Abbott. That's it. Tony Abbott. Is the he guy, the guy who, that he wears the budgie stuff. Is he the one that is he the one that bit the uh, he ate the onion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys oh, know it? about this? No. no. <laughs> this guy fucking. <laughs> yeah, he did. It's kind of he's oh. He just bites oh. into an onion like it's an apple, and he did it on in front of like fifty news cameras. It was just like, like he does this regularly, or no, he just no. like I, I think he was just there was something to do with agriculture, and 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 someone had handed him an onion. They're like, oh, the onion tastes really good, and he's just like, oh, fucking yeah, all right, and just <laughs> takes a huge chunk out of this onion. God. What a moron! He is moronic here. We're, we're not we're not a fan of it. No, sorry. James, what did you think of this movie? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, so for plot, I gave it a three. For kills, I gave it a five. Ooh, uh, for for pacing, four. <laughs> for quotes and tropes, three. And my reaction is a three, and overall three point six. Wow, it's even lower pretty, than John. Wow. I, you know what? If I could go back in time, I think I would make my my reaction my everything the same as James. He's a smart man. He's a visionary. He's a prophet. Well, you can you can do it now. No, I'm not going to do it. It's too much work. Uh, I gave plot a four. I gave kills a seven. I think there's some pretty decent action despite the CGI blood shit. Uh, pacing, I gave a five. Quotes and tropes, I gave a three. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, reaction, I gave a five. And so my overall score was a 4.8. So uh, I wasn't quite as harsh as, as you guys there, but... Um, it's a movie that I thought had so much has more potential than it fulfills. Like it's, it should be more fun to me than like when you got all these people together. It should be more fun, but uh, I, I got now. I find it kind of feel like I got to go wa- back and watch the sequels and see if they're better than uh, than the original. Hmm. I agree. I think. Look, I'm happy to stand here and, and defend this movie as much as I can. 
Uh, I think the movie needs it. But again, like I, like I said <laughs> at the start, I, it's one of those things where I've seen this movie so many times now that yeah. I feel like it's just wearing itself on me and I can now watch it with the eyes of someone who is not blinded by 15-year-old right. nostalgia. Is The Expendables like ice cream for Australians? Like they just watch it when they feel down? <laughs> oh. I wouldn't look. I, maybe I'm the only Australian who does that. Or like all of our dads <laughs> as well. I can, I can pretty sure every dad in Australia watched this movie. Because uh, that's what it should. Yeah. That's to me what it seems like. It seems like the uh, same as way as like Ford v Ferrari was the dad car movie. Like this is the dad action movie. It's easy to digest, and it's vanilla as fuck, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to push... Go ahead, Dustin. Oh, I was just going to ask James where the, what the final score was for all of our uh, scores put together, where it goes on the yeah. list. So, overall, that gives it a score of five. Five even, right in the middle. S- so oh, that's a tie. That's a three-way tie... With uh, number 89, Out for Justice, and number 90, Death Wish. Holy ah. fuck. I tell you what, that, devil, that makes It's a real sense. devil's triangle, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Nick, we should let you go first. Where would you put it? Uh, would you put it ahead of both of those or in between or behind? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it ahead. Of both of those, I feel like I would watch this over both of those those movies. Okay. Have you watched Out for Justice, man? Yeah, I have yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I've done, I I've, done the, I've done most of the the like that train of Seagal's Seagal Seagal's greatest hits. Seagal's greatest I mean, hits. Yeah, I like how Five is really Seagal's wheelhouse. Like, but, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Is he striving mm-hmm. for for more? Like, they're enjoyable, but is he striving for uh, any more so, than a five? Um. I'm going to go opposite. I would probably put this behind both, even though Death Wish is not one of my favorite movies or anything. I think it's just a little more memorable of the movie. Problematic at this point. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. (laughs) What's not at the moment? A bit more a bit more classic, I guess, in in some ways. Uh, What's not uh, miscongeniality? Oh, but that's. I'm sure we could find something. <laughs> well, uh, James, you- Sandra Bullock does blackface <laughs> for her talent. <laughs> oh God! So I would actually put it in between. So behind Out for Justice. Oh and wow! We're in, all over the place here. In front of Death Wish. Wow! So it's up to John. John, you are the tiebreaker. Just remember, I've come all the way from Australia for this show, so... <laughs> right. Um, well, don't give it too much thought. It's not like we're solving the world's problems here. <laughs> I'm going to put it... I'm going to go with James, so it's going to go right in the middle. Okay, uh, fair enough. I, I enjoy watching Out for Justice more. That movie is just, like, so fucking bananas. Uh Anybody so, seen Richie? It's so fucking funny. It, that movie is so funny. Not intentional, but just like amazing. Uh, and uh, Death Wish, um, yeah, you know, that's a film that exists. Uh, <laughs> let's put it in the yeah, middle. As I recall, you were, not a, you were not a fan of that one, as I recall. No, no, no. I'm a SJW. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, that. Uh, so what's what number is it? The new. So new number ninety. Ninety. Okay. We're getting so up there. Before yeah. uh, before we sign off, uh, Nick, why don't you plug your uh, your stuff? Yeah. So uh, Nick's Flicks Fix on Instagram. Uh, that's that's where I do my reviews. That's pretty much where you'll find me most active at the moment. Especially now, some we're getting some newish movies coming out in Australia, so I'll be plugging some reviews on there soon. Uh, I'm also launching a podcast soon, which is going to be good fun, and definitely love to have you guys on there. We just uh, sort of a similar vibe. Just uh, it's called the Early Knockoff, and we're just going to sit down and talk about pop culture, zeitgeist movies, and just crack a couple of beers while we do it. Uh, and nice. the the show that I'm currently on, ten years on, you can find on the Finally Tailored YouTube channel. So if you just type in Finally Tailored with a Y in Tailored on YouTube uh, or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, we're just watching every movie that came out wide release in 2010, uh, and that's sometimes a chore when you have to watch Grown Ups and Sex in the <laughs> City within two weeks of each other. So, so why did you pick 2010? Uh, I think it was just 10 years, the, a decade gone by seeing oh, yeah. years is yeah. way to do it. So if, you know, if they have me back next year, we'll be doing 2011 and then just oh, right for on. eternity till the day we die. We'll just watch movies the 10 years old. <laughs> awesome. Right man. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and Nick, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I think it was, uh, I, I had a lot of fun. Um, I, I hope fun you too. did too. No, thank you very much. Um, thanks for being on. Class. Yeah. Uh, so check us out on Instagram, on Facebook, on Squarespace on fucking wherever Let, Letterboxd Letterboxd that's our big one our new one that's what we're uh, keeping all of our our list on there so uh, check that out next week on the podcast we are gonna watch 2004's action comedy Kung Fu Hustle what do you guys think about that? oh, oh nice okay nice that's a good one good pick yeah that's right I'm good at my job Let's go, guys.